0: Welcome, and welcome all to the Pro Football Radio podcast. This is your co-host with the pride and joy of Merrimack, New Hampshire. Boop, boop, boop. Welcome in, brother man. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Just uh, ready to get back in the saddle. Uh, we had a lot of uh, a lot of free agency buzz that happened since the last time we recorded. Uh, you know, the Raiders got a new wide receiver. The Browns got a shiny new toy at the quarterback position. It's uh it's it's it's, it's never ending, Jay. It's never ending. And you know, it's kinda of funny. Friday, you know, before we get to Deshaun Watson news, I texted you while I was having a breakfast sandwich and I'm like, you know what, Jay? I feel like the Deshaun's gonna get moved in a classic Friday, four PM NFL media dump. And Jay, sure enough, at three fifty five, that's when the news broke for Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns, and Man, I wish I could could have put some money on that prediction of when the news was going to come out. But it uh, it never ends, Jay. It never ends. Always always happy to be back on the pod with you to break down some of the NFL news and the moves. But how are you doing, good sir?
0: Dude, I am good. I am good. I am fiending for some real NFL games. Obviously, that's not for a few months now. Um, but all these moves got me hyped, man. Like, I just... I don't think I can remember a time this insane in, in, like, the NFL offseason. I, I can't remember this much movement ever before. Can you? Um, because from Rice then, if this is the the norm moving forward... Oh, first of all, I love it. But all the other sports, I hate it with a passion. Like, NCAA got upended because Tom Brady was coming back and they had a little Selection Sunday show. That cut into that. Deshaun Watson News ran rampant all the Friday and then even Thursday. Actually, the whole week, truthfully, with everything building up. So... If this is the new norm, I'm all for it.
1: And the crazy thing is, Jay is like the the Calvin Ridley news of being suspended for gambling on you know during on during some uh, NFL games or on NFL games, I should say, just seems so far back in the rearview mirror. Like it is, it is insane the amount of news that has come out the last 21 days. Uh, of the nfl calendar it's 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 amazing and like you said this is why the nba is kind of getting relegated down to where major league baseball is to, to be completely candid with you it's crazy
0: Well, uh, the NBA is having other issues. I mean, the the fact that they can't even outdraw AEW on on Tuesday nights, uh, that's a level of concern for the NBA. But that's a different podcast entirely because we don't cover the NBA. Football related wide news. Before we get to Deshaun Watson and all the quarterback carousel. Your boys, the Dolphins, signed uh, Teron Armstead to a five-year deal before the the um, the podcast started. And uh, I wanted to jump into that real quick and get your thoughts on that because you were high on Teron Armstead. On top of that, just like giving you guys a quick update on what the Miami Dolphins have done so far in the offseason. They've signed, like we said, Teron Armstead today. re signed Emmanuel Agba, tagged Mike Kiseki, signed guard Connor Williams, signed uh, Chase Edmonds, signed Raheem Mostert, signed uh, Cedric Wilson. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Trent Sheffield, Alec Ingold, and then finally Keon Crossin, and I'm just looking at this right now, and that's a really solid offseason so far for you guys.
1: Oh yeah, I love it, and the cherry on top is you know what a lot of you know media outlets and and beat reporters had as the number one free agent in Taron Armstead. Uh, he he went to the Dolphins, and you know we we talked last week of what I would want, you know, in free agency and or the draft. And the first thing I said was the offensive line. I've been saying the offensive line for the Dolphins for, I don't know, Jay, the last four or five years now. And they really seem to finally be addressing that issue. Uh, you know, new coaching staff wants to see what he has in Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Um, and, you know, you're not really going to see what you got into it unless you actually protect the kid and have him upright. Uh, so I'm all for these moves. They had the most cap space in the league. Uh, so, you know, I'm not saying just spend like drunken sailors, but they've really spent in, you know, it, it, smartly, I guess you could say, in the areas in need. And it, definitely with the Connor Williams signing and Teron Armstead, I know he's been dinged up a bit with injuries, but just the upside of this guy on the offensive line. And let's be honest, like, and he, he can't be, even if he's like 50% playing with with one leg he's not going to be as bad as austin jackson so i will i will take this i love the signings um looking at the you know other offensive skill position signings like raheem Mostert, chase edmonds you know alec ingold this has the makings of a kyle shanahan s tree like you're going to see in my opinion you're going to see ingold come out of the backfield like kyle uh, juice checked did uh, for the 49ers, um, you're going to have a 50-headed 50 50 headed running attack, which I've been begging for a run game for the Dolphins. So I'm I'm all for it. I really love the Cedric Wilson signing. Uh, I, as a Dolphins fan, this is probably the first time I've been happy in a really long time during the free agency period going into the NFL draft. So I'm, I'm all here for it.
0: I'm popping for you. You just said you're happy for your Dolphins.
1: Wow.
0: How, and Jay, how when was the last
1: time you've ever heard me say that?
0: I don't have ever. ever heard you say that. Puma, I've known you for like five, six, seven years now. I, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. So this is a milestone. I, I maybe yep. you were a kid and you were happy by the Dolphins. I wasn't around for that, but this is brand new to me. Who is this person?
1: Where is Puma yep. at? Where Where is he at? No, no angst. No, nothing. This is fine. We got a We got a good head coach, in my opinion. I think he's going to do great things. I love the roster and the offensive, uh, the the signings in free agency they could work out a deal with the Gaseki. I would be okay with it too. Like yeah, let's let's go. Let's go. I'm 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 happy, Jay. I'm yeah, a good go. wave. We're in a channel of success.
0: Yes, I love it. I love the fact that Dolphins are making moves and I think in my opinion, they're probably the second best um, offseason so far. I I think by far the first is the cincinnati Bengals? they went out there and they yes. completely revamped the offensive line i mean the fact that they had ted karras come in kappa come in and then they had the cherry on top of collins oh my god dude joe burrow might never get touched You might be sitting back in five seconds throwing rockets down to jamar chase he's probably gonna put up like 50 touchdowns this year i am mm-hmm. i am super happy for for the acls that are inside of joe burrow's knees <laughs>
1: <laughs> the ACLs are the big winners for sure. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. But speaking of the AFC North, um Deshaun Watson got traded to the Cleveland Browns in a shock to all of us I mean nobody saw this coming you know last week stories came out midweek that it came down to the Saints and the uh, Falcons and he was gonna lean towards the Falcons because of that home connection him for me from the area but out of nowhere the Cleveland Browns come out give up three first rounders they give up one fifth, and they give up a five-year, two hundred thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed, supermax NBA-style contract. And Deshaun Watson was like, "Where do I sign?" Right. Uh, so when I first saw this man, I was I was really shocked, obviously. But as I started to digest it, I I think he made the right move here right uh, if we look at the offensive line alone in cleveland it's by far the best out of the options he had right and we had this conversation last week that i felt that deshaun watson was going to end up in atlanta for all the wrong reasons because clearly on the field atlanta's team sucked it, it was just horrifically bad they were in a complete rebuild now so if he went to atlanta it signaled to me he was going there for all the wrong reasons whether it was off the field opportunities uh and marketing opportunities in, in atlanta which is like the hollywood of the south he grew up in the area so it was a lot of like non-football related you know um reasons to go to atlanta but the fact that he chose cleveland really reaffirmed my belief in him and that he's here to win it right uh sure the contract helps i mean 230 million dollars wherever you got that you're gonna go there right but when you start looking at the the reasons behind it and the fact that they have amari cooper now and don people joan and joku's on a franchise tag you still got kareem hunt and nick chubb and then you've got that all on that defense as well that's a really nasty defense so all in all I think he made a great move. The odds alone—I mean, before Deshaun Watson got traded, it was Cincinnati win the AFC North, Cleveland. I'm um, sorry, uh, Baltimore second, and then Cleveland third. After that move, Cincinnati, uh, Cleveland went all the way up to the first spot. Cincinnati was second, and Baltimore was third. So, I think I think it's a really good move. I think, and this is obviously just all based on how long he's suspended. I think they're going to sweep into the playoffs next year and maybe make some noise.
1: Yep. Um, I don't mind the move either. Uh, it makes sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, especially given, you know, the acrimony that's come out recently between Stefanski and Baker Mayfield. And that's a whole different story, uh, story for another day. But, you know, on the surface, I, I honestly thought he was going to go to the saints or to the Falcons, just given how the day prior, the news came out that the Browns were told they're no longer in the running, but they, they kept at it. and, you know, Jay, like i I I read some you know somewhere in NFL Media and, and Benjamin Albright, he's a great follow on Twitter, on how the the compensation that the Saints or the uh, the Falcons were gonna send To Houston were about on par with what Cleveland was going to do, but the big uh, changing factor was when you know Watson's camp wanted to have a restructure of his contract and get guaranteed money that for some of the ownership folks and the general managers. Of of the other teams involved was viewed as a bridge too far, given the you know the likely suspension possibility uh, it's going to be coming out of Park Avenue from the Commissioner's office well. Jimmy Haslam said, damn the Torpedoes, we'll give you that new contract. We'll guarantee, fully guarantee the $250 million. And, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. They restructured his base salary for this season, so it's about a $1 million. So whatever game he misses, it's like – $55,555. Cool. Is that correct?
0: Correct. So his base salary is going to be $1 million this year. Most of his money, which is going to be in the tune of $40-plus this year, is going to be a signing bonus. So it's going to be paid to him upfront cash before the season even starts. And the thought process is, depending on how many games he misses – they'll mitigate his losses uh, from from his salary, right? So if it's only $55,000 per game, four games, that's $200,000, which is a drop of, which is like a tiny amount for somebody that rich, right? So it's not the fact that they went out and traded for him and they gave him this massive contract. They're bending to his will. Like some people can see this as like, wow, do they really not have that much like, you know, faith in what those 22 women are saying? And it's kind of disrespectful in a way. It really is that, all right, he'll be suspended. But he won't really feel out of his pocketbook, right? At the end of the day, everything hurts when it's your money that's being taken away from you, and that's the ultimate get back at you if you're a player. And these, the clear Browns were like, yeah, listen, um, we'll do a solid here. $55,000 per game. That, that That's
1: fine. <laughs> yep, exactly. And, you know, on paper... I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and guess. I mean I, I've said it prior that I, I think the NFL does not wanna be in the suspension for civil cases business, but just given the so, you what, know, you, mountain you keep of say, allegations.
0: You keep saying I'm gonna that guess and, six I, and games. I get it. I get it. But like they did that with the shot with I'm um, sorry with Big Ben. They did it with Antonio mm-hmm. Brown, right? So why would they do it why would they do it here?
1: I think Probably, I think you could potentially, you know, winning winning cures all, right? You, mm-hmm. you win games, people forget shit. I mean, you can look at Ray Lewis; he was an alleged, you know, accomplice to murder, uh, allegedly. Of course, he he dropped the dime and, and turned state witness, and he never saw a snitch,
0: snitch.
1: But but like, with that being said, Jay, like, look at Big Ben, right? Like, he got suspended. Now, granted, that was a, a air quote different time in the NFL where Roger Goodell was the big bad would suspend people at will because of the language in the CBA and whatnot. Um, you know, we, we saw that with Zeke as well, too. But I just think when you get into the waters of the civil suits and suspending because of that. I mean, we saw that with like Tyree kill. There was no criminal investigation I believe there was like a potential of a civil suit that didn't happen. He didn't really, he didn't get suspended during the regular season. I just don't think the NFL wants to start setting that type of precedent moving forward as messed up as that sounds. I think ultimately Watson's going to settle settle the cases at this point. I, I think it's really coming down to, you know, are all 22 of these you know, you know um, plaintiffs in the civil suit are they going to agree to have a non-disclosure agreement where they can't talk about this? And neither can Watson. So it's going to be behind closed doors. Nobody's going to know what actually ever happened. I believe that's what happened with Antonio Brown in his last uh, two civil suits, if I recall correctly. But if a suspension is going to come down and by all likelihood it is, um, I think it's going to be in the realm of four to six games. I don't think it's going to be beyond six games um, unless he starts gambling in the NFL that he might be out for a whole season. a la Calvin Ridley, but I think it's going to be six games going to be interesting moving forward for like precedent and whatnot. But that's uh, that's kind of where I think the, the line of demarcation is. And, and you know, let, Jay, let's play this game. Like he gets suspended six games You know, Jacoby Brissett's going to be the backup because they signed Jacoby in free agency. And the full expectation is Baker Mayfield is going to be jettisoned somewhere. Um, I I don't know. I I, I get the odds and I get the bump of Deshaun Watson. But I mean, you're going to be out six games. I don't even think you can practice at that point if you're suspended. I still like the, uh, the the Cincinnati Bengals to win that division. I'm, if I had money right now, I put I put money on the Bengals to to win that division.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not going against Joe Burrow. You know this. I mean, <laughs> come on, man, Ohio kid. I love the guy. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. I am not going against him. But let's get back to the Browns for one second. And let me throw so let me throw something at you. And and you know me, I root for popcorn storylines, right? Let's yes. say they have a hint that the that the Browns have a hint. It's gonna be six to eight games, which is a fairly long time, right? And it's not out of the realm of possibilities that it can't be six to eight games, right? What if they were to keep Baker and force him to play those <laughs> fucking six to eight games? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the storylines? Like, just the, the hoopla around the Cleveland Browns that would exist? And I know they don't want to put themselves through that. They don't want to put you know Baker through that. It's going to be an absolute circus. But part of me just wishes it could happen. Because in all reality, that is probably the sound move. If you take all the feelings aside, you take all the BS aside, that is the correct move to keep this really good, healthy, you know, Baker Mayfield, you know, obviously he's a better quarterback than Jacoby Bursett when he's healthy, so you keep him on the roster while your number one dog is serving a suspension. That's the right move. Unfortunately, all the feelings get attached to it, and that's where it becomes a nightmare.
1: Right. I mean, that would definitely be a bizarro world AC-130 gunship to the NFL storylines for, for the season because that's that's all anybody's going to be talking about. Because let's say, like, the off chance, like, Baker actually performs pretty well. I mean, you're not going to get rid of Deshaun Watson, but, like, you're not – what are you going to do? Like, you're going to bench him and he's going to be the, the squeaky wheel and it's going to be the cancer in the locker room and then you're going to trade him in the offseason? Like, oh – I would, be, I would be here for all that chaos, but um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the Browns are going to do. And th- th- to me, this is kind of the instance of the Browns are going to Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they put out this, this half-assed statement that was just a bunch of word salad about trading for Deshaun and how they did this air quote, comprehensive investigation into Watson and the allegations they talked to Watson directly which Watson's just going to tell you what you want to hear so to me the comprehensive investigation is all right we spoke to Rogers office and we may or may not have gotten an inkling of how long of a suspension is going to be and that determined whether or not we're going to fully guarantee his contract and restructure his for the base salary for the first year but uh I, I don't know man like the now what are you going to do because Baker's 50 year options fully guaranteed they picked that up last year so if you cut him you're going to be on the hook for 18 million and if you trade him to Seattle or the Panthers which are the only two teams that have open quarterback spots at this point but the Panthers want nothing to do with Baker according to Pro Football Network so it's really just the Seattle Seahawks are they going to want to pay 18 million to to through Mayfield, when they could just draft Malik Willis or Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett, you know, in the first round and, and get him cheap on the rookie contract and rebuild around them. Like, I I, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. Logically, I, I feel like they're just going to eat it and cut him and where he's just going to sign somewhere as a free agent. And where that's going to be, I have no idea.
0: Puma, as the days go on, I think there's a good chance Baker Mayfield might not be on a roster week one. Because as no, we're I looking, so either. I mean, now we're looking at the, the quarterback market is drying up, right? So uh, Matt Ryan went to the Colts, so the Colts are out of it. Um, the the Atlanta Falcons, they ended up signing Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal. Um, the Panthers have mutual, quote-unquote, disinterest. with <laughs> And Baker Mayfield have mutual disinterest against joining uh, the Panthers. So that's not going to happen. Really, Seattle, and Seattle looks like they might be in a, let's tear down to the studs, throw Drew Lock out there, figure out if he's any good this year, and then move on from their mode. So, it, it might just really come down to, you know, the Browns are going to cut him, and then he's just going to sit there until somebody gets hurt, or somebody's playing really horrifically and somebody's going to bring him in. So, I mean, I, I really can't even guess Puma, truthfully, like where he, he's going to go. I mean, what, um... Like I I I don't know I don't know I mean the Texans said no to him right so that's that's not an option Uh, Seattle I'm I'm at a loss for words right now like I can't even I can't even pick a team like maybe the New York Giants maybe they can go out and try to get him but I don't think they want to put all that into the locker room right it's not right because they just signed Tyrod exactly right it's not just the fact that Baker is uh, is um, is a quarterback that demands a lot of attention he's a little bit of a cancerous like player as well in the locker room and I hate using that term but that is what you gotta you know when you're talking about other people's contracts like you did in Cleveland or you're grabbing your crotch or you're calling up the medical team it's always something with Baker it's never a smooth easy transition and I always say the quarterback of your team is basically the CEO of a of a fortune 500 company right each one of these franchises in the NFL is worth 2-3 billion plus and you know most French, most or you know fortune 500 companies are, are that as well and, and the, the quarterback is the CEO of that so he's gotta be an adult and clearly he's not and i just wouldn't want him in my locker room either so i think it might come down to the fact that he's gonna be relegated to a backup role or he's gonna kind of sit out for for a while
1: right i think i think that's what's gonna happen i think he's gonna get cut he might be a training camp fill-in if, if somebody gets hurt which is crazy to say considering how he's really not that far removed from being the first overall pick in the nfl draft only been four years. same draft class yeah it's only four years so the same class is you know uh josh allen lamar jackson you know the the list goes on it's it's crazy but um that's the only thing i can think of watch you'll get the bill belichick gif of you know him going up to foxborough to be the i wouldn't mind that i wouldn't
0: mind that I, i think he's a much better quarterback than mac jones i think he is as a healthy baker mayfield he is a far and away better quarterback than mac jones bring him in bring in baker mayfield please god
1: Well, and Jay, like, in all seriousness, like, I I said that just to, get a rise out of you a little bit, but... Oh, well, congratulations! You did! In all seriousness, though, like, you, you gotta agree with me here, like, like you said, Baker Mayfield is a lot of things, but you can't say he's not tough, because we saw him gut out the injuries last season... Uh, in a vain attempt to try to get, in my opinion, a new contract with the Cleveland Browns. And w- we saw what he did the year prior when, you know, everything was firing in all cylinders with, with the new head coach. I, I thought the Stefanski marriage with him was good with that offense that they were trying to do. Um, and the kid's got ego. He does, he does seem a little bit mentally tougher that he doesn't have to be escorted off the field by a head coach. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think uh, I, I wouldn't laugh or I would understand, I should say, if that news came out and you put out the Bill Belichick walking gift to go get him. Oh, so. I would use
0: that. I would use that, and I hate that gif, and you know this, but I would wholeheartedly use that. I would get a Baker Mayfield Patriots jersey. That is how much dislike I have for Mike Jones. But let's move forward. I think a perfect spot for, before we derail this podcast, for 30 minutes of me yelling and having an aneurysm. But I think a really good spot for him, and this makes a lot of sense, and Dan Erlowski tweeted this, why did they go to the Why they go to the, uh, the Buccaneers? Oh God! No, think about it. Let's no, think about no, it for a second. Do they even
1: have the cap room?
0: Oh come on! You, you know we've already gone past this. Point. I know we can figure cap it out is crap. We can figure but like, it out. You all already,
1: right? you, cap is crap, but you got you have Tom Brady there. You got Kyle Trask, right? Well, Which all oh, right, Kyle I'm, Trask I'm is just, Kyle Trask. Well, well hear,
0: hear me out. Hear me out for a second, all right? Hear me out. He's not going to play for two years at least. I mean, I don't know what Tom Brady's plans are, but he's Tom Brady's not going to be there for five years. All right. truthfully, I think this might be his last year, maybe two at max, all right? Let's say it's two years. You don't think two years of Baker Mayfield sitting behind Tom Brady and learning how to be a leader, learning how to be a quarterback, and obviously this comes down to Baker Mayfield wanting to do that, which I don't think he would want to, but if if he was to be sold the backup idea It might be easier to swallow if you're backing up the greatest of all time. You feel me? Like at that point, you're going in saying, oh, I'm never going to supplant him. So I'm just going to learn, take it in. And I think it might do good for his career. Like, I mean, there is no other option right now. Like we're talking about him being cut and then sitting at home for half the year. Like, what if he does go into the Tampa Bay locker room? They might have their starter after that. Let's say in two years he's twenty-eight. You still got ten more years out of him after Brady retires. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out somewhere to put this guy because I can't rationalize it. Like, I mean, we all know like Jimmy G is going to end up somewhere. We know Matt Ryan you went to the coast. Everything kind of fits. His personality and persona is causing a major issue with a lot of these teams. I wanted to bring him in.
1: Right. I mean, Josh Rosen sat behind Tom Brady for a little bit, and that didn't help him out any. Um Ooh,
0: good point. Good point. You know good what I'm point.
1: saying? Like, I, I get it. I understand. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think at this point, it's either Seattle or bust, whether via trade, and if it's by trade, I don't think Cleveland's going to get more than a fifth for him. Or um, you, you, he gets cut, and he signs on the cheap for uh, with, with the uh, – with the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, he's going to be getting 18 million full is, is guaranteed. That 50 year option is guaranteed. So he's going to be getting paid either way. Um, but it, it, it's Seattle or bust. And then like Jay, like I know we, we mentioned Matt Ryan, we're going to get to him in a second, but for like the quarterback carousel, your favorite guy plays out in the Bay area. It uh. by Jimmy Garoppolo, AKA all he does is win. If all he does is win Jay, why is his market virtually nil to the point where John, um, John Lynch had to go out to his, you know, maybe his favorite reporter and, and uh, Karen Florio of Pro Football Talk and have a be quoted as saying, yeah, we've received two, uh, you know, a, a draft, a, a trade offer rather for uh, two second round picks. But we think we can get a first for him. Yeah. We, Why we, is that market drying up?
0: Which means they didn't get those picks for him, and that's just a flat no. out lie. That's just him trying to create a market. But listen, at the end of the day, I think I think this the shoulder injury has come at the worst time for Jimmy G. Like I mean, it, it couldn't be at a worse time for him because now teams who are, who were interested in him. How, or have a little bit of reservation like all right well is he going to be healthy for training cap starts we want him in the building throwing at otas all this stuff i mean his shoulder injury and this is something with jimmy g that's a bigger problem because he's always hurt like the guy missed something like 37 percent of his starts for the past like four years so th- the main reason why he hasn't been moved yet is because of his shoulder injury and i think it's also looking pretty bad for him as well like the only place I can put him now is in, in Carolina, right? Because at the end of the day, they're not going to trade him within division up to Seattle. They're uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers were a hot, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, destination. They ended up signing Mitch Trubisky. The Colts ended up signing Matt Ryan. So, there they are. the. So, where's Jimmy Garoppolo going to go? Like, he might end up being a cap casualty. And he might just be on the street as well, like Baker. Or they might keep him around for a year. Like, why, with, mm-hmm. with everything that you know about Trey Lance and the fact that, you know, maybe he might not be ready. Maybe he might need some more seasoning. It would be the worst idea to keep Jimmy Grapple on the roster for another year, man?
1: Right. And honestly, Jay, that's where I think. I think he's going. I think 49ers fans and our boy Mikey P, a.k.a. Hammer Time, a.k.a. Hammer Time! Insert 90,000 other nicknames. He's also pretty badass at the, at the rec league basketball, if I'm looking at the Instagram stories and posts, right? So shout Dude, out. Shouts to Mikey P.
0: He's, he's Kobe Bryant incarnate.
1: I mean, he's got... I think he got, like, MVP. got player of the game a couple of times this season. So, like, hey, again, shouts to Mikey P. But... Well, true, true, story. There's a,
0: true story. There's a statue of him outside his college. And by Troy, I mean mm-hmm. completely false, but still.
1: <laughs> but, hey, Mikey P, a.k.a. Hammer Time, is going to have to get used to the idea that he's going to see Jimmy Garoppolo next year. I don't think... They're not going to cut him. They're not going to trade like you said. They're not going to trade him in the division. All the other seats have been taken. They're not going to they're not going to cut him when clearly Trey Lance is not ready. So, you might as well keep him on the roster for another year. Maybe he's he's you know, a trade deadline candidate, maybe. But I think you're going to see, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo in the Bay Area for the uh, the upcoming NFL season. That's the, that's the only thing I can think of.
0: So you know how much I like dis- dislike Jimmy Garoppolo, right?
1: Oh, you have a voodoo doll of him.
0: I would buy a Jimmy Garoppolo number ten Patriots jersey if you got traded back to the Patriots. Ooh-wee! That is how much dislike I have for Mac Jones. <laughs>
1: wow. Aka wow. McCrap
0: Macrap Jones.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Um. All right, let's move on to Matt Ryan to the Colts. Uh, Another, you know, uh, quarterback carousel thing going on with uh, Matt Ryan being shipped up from Atlanta to Indianapolis. Um, He was traded for a third-round pick. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, third-round pick, which was also, I think, one of the picks that they got from the Washington football team, a.k.a. the Commanders, uh, for sending off Carson Wentz. So Mm -hmm. Chris Mm -hmm. Ballard... He, he, he's savvy as hell general manager. That's one thing you can't take away yep. from him. Mm-hmm.
0: And on top of that, the Washington football team, they really messed it up. But regardless They're of massively that, overpaid. I think Matt Ryan to the Colts is a great move. I love it so much yep. on so many levels. Matt, Matt Ryan, I feel bad for him because he gets just pummeled, 28-3, I get all that dude's a solid quarterback, and and I think with being in that system with Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line, I think he's going to light it up, and I would not be surprised if Julio Jones ends up in Indianapolis as well, and Julio Jones now obviously isn't who he used to be a few years ago, but you know, as a number two or number three, I think that's a very, very good wide receiver, but you know, Matt Ryan, he's trying to do what Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford did, right? I mean, Tom Brady went from New England down to uh, Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl, same thing with Matthew Stafford, went off to the Rams after 12, 13 years, whittling away in detroit and won a super bowl immediately and matt ryan is still chasing that ring i love this move i think this puts them in contention to win the afc south i am very very low on on ryan Tannehill. i i think that experiment is gonna unravel this year with ryan Tannehill, and i think the colts might end up winning that division with matt ryan leading them and i think Now, this is obviously because it is a very deep and stacked AFC, so I can't make definitive stances right now until I start watching some of these games. But I would not be shocked one bit if these guys start making a run uh, deep in the playoffs because they're built for that January football. They're built for running the ball with Jonathan Taylor, playing good defense, and making a deep run.
1: Of course. And Jay, I'm I'm with you. I, I love the signing by the Colts. It, it's it's again full disclosure, I am a stan for for Frank Reich, so whatever. Um but no, this is this is going to fit great. Uh the offense is going to going to work great for for um for Matt Ryan, they, they want to run the football. The defense is, you know, in, in my opinion, top 10 uh, when everybody's healthy. Darius Leonard's a savage. Uh, so he's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be behind in a lot of games. So for fantasy football purposes, like Matt Ryan's not going to be a guy that's going to be putting up a lot of numbers. You know, Michael Pittman Jr. is probably going to have some, you know, some low numbers compared to last year or the year prior. Um, but no, I mean, like you said, the, the AFC South is, is so weak of a division. And Matt Ryan, you know, he gets dinged for the 28 to 3 stuff. But what people need to realize is, you know, he really like brought, in my opinion, he brought the Atlanta Falcons out of the scrap heap. When you look at the Michael Vick fiasco, 100%, 100%. The, the the Bobby Petrino fiasco, like quitting halfway through the year, but like not even just quitting. I'm I'm trying to remember this correctly. Didn't he leave notes in everybody's locker saying he was leaving and going back to coach football at the University of Arkansas? Mm-hmm. I mean that that situation crap. was that situation was an absolute mess. And he he went in there his first year as a rookie, first round draft pick, and I mean he really brought the Falcons back to relevancy with Roddy White and and Julio Jones and Devonta Freeman when he was you know in his heyday. So yeah, you know, shouts to to Matt Ryan and his career in the Falcons. I think he's going to have a, I think he's going to have a great season with the with Frank Reich and I think as, as bad as it sounds, and I, I feel bad for Reich and Ballard in this sense of, you know, Frank Reich takes the job thinking, you know, years ago, thinking he's going to get Andrew Luck and since then he's had like five <laughs> or six different quarterbacks. Yeah. But I mean, like he's got, you know, he's gotten to the playoffs two of those times with, you know, with Phillip Rivers. And I think he's going to, uh, he's going to get to the playoffs this year. So I already put the carpet before the horse. He's going, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to win the division. Uh, and you just look at the sports line emulation. With Carson Wentz, the win total for the Colts was at 10.2 with Matt Ryan. I got a full bump almost by Ooh. a game to eleven point one. The playoff chance, 71% with Wentz, 82.2 with Matt Ryan, uh to win the AFC percentage with Wentz 8.2 percent with Matt Ryan 11.3 so everything is just an instant bump by having this guy in the building and uh I, I think the Colts are better for it in my opinion
0: I, I don't know why but I got a soft spot for Matt Ryan I, I don't know what it is yes. I think it's the fact that he's one of those guys like Matthew Stafford man just like I, I know the Atlanta Falcons are, are a big big football team and you know they, they have a lot of like loyalty and like you know brand recognition but I think they're a sneaky bad organization. You feel me? Like, I just get the hint that, you know, Arthur Blank seems like a very respected guy, but I just feel like they should win more. They're constantly not playing up to snuff. And a lot of that could be equated to the head coaches that they had um, around around Matt uh, around uh, Matt Ryan. So I'm excited for him to be in a really good system with a really good coach. One of my favorite coaches. I mean, I think I think the world of Frank Riker, just with the person he is. So I, I think you'll see something special. But I want to play this quick game with you. I want to. I want to. I want to do this because I just saw this on, on uh, on Twitter. Bart Scott's twenty uh, twenty two uh, AFC playoff teams, and he has division winners of the Bengals, the Broncos, the Bills, and the Colts as division winners. The wild cards being the Browns, Chargers, and Ravens. And yes, he doesn't have the Kansas City Chiefs making it in, which is. Uh, Par for the course for Bart Scott because he's always on something. But let's play this real quick. Let's say AFC. I think we can both agree Buffalo Bills, right? Yes. AFC North. I got the the Bengals. You got the Bengals as well, right?
1: I'm going the Bengals too. They revamped that offensive line. It's fantastic. AFC West. I'm I'm leading Chargers, man. Jay, I'm gonna go way off the reservation. Well, not really way off the reservation. Looking at free agency, I'm going with the Raiders. Dude, I would that's, go that's with Vegas. One.
0: That's a good one. I, I give my sister a lot of crap, but I think they might have the best offense in that in that off in that uh, in that division. I think with Josh McDaniels and how how creative he is with one of the best wide receivers in the game, one of the best tight ends in the game, one of the best Jake, not not game.
1: just the best wide receiver, the best wide wide receiver in the game. That said, I would rather play with Derek Carr than another season with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> think about that.
0: Yeah, and then um, AFC North, AFC, and AFC South. Do you? I'm leaning through a Colts oh, now.
1: Colts. Okay, nope, so wild. Everything we just talked about. Indy.
0: So wild card. Probably um, Chiefs. I assume right. You
1: know.
0: You don't think Chiefs can make close. the playoffs? You don't think Chiefs are gonna make I'll the playoffs?
1: Go, I'll go with the Chiefs. Okay. All right. But I would not call it a, a certain hedge. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers took the spot. Ooh, okay, okay,
0: all right. And then uh, since I had the Chargers, um, who's your who's your wild card? Uh, the, the, the six and seven wild card spots. Who you got in there? Um, all
1: right. So uh, I will go. Uh, it's been a long day. I got two more wild card spots. Just yeah, one? two more
0: wild card. Two more wild card All
1: right. There. All right. So. If it's two more, I'll go Chargers and Chiefs, and then that leaves me with one more spot. Mm-hmm. And Jay, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I really, think the Dolphins got it's going good. I think they got. I think they got something special going in South Beach. I know it's a rookie head coach, and I know it's the Dolphins. And sure enough, the throwing games allegation is going to rear its ugly head probably around draft time. But with the free agent signings and how I think they're going to use. Cedric Wilson and um, and, and Jalen Waddle, I think they're going to squeak in for a playoff spot.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, I think I think my wild cards are going to probably end up being the Chiefs, probably the Broncos, and then probably probably Pittsburgh. I don't know why. I I don't know why I got this feeling. That Mr. You're the Mister. You buying the mis train? I think I'm buying Go the Mitch train. I think I'm buying the Mitch train. I think. The fact that I realized, you know, I wasn't a big Mitch Trubisky fan early on, but to realize looking back now, his rookie year, he won was the twelve games with the with the Bears and took him to the playoffs and lost in the double doink. Looking no, that was his
1: second year, I think. With Matt year, Nagy. year, yeah,
0: yeah. But looking back now, with how bad Matt Nagy is and what he's doing now to Justin Fields. I think I think Mitch Trubisky got a got a raw deal here, and I think now that he's in a really stable organization and with a rock solid head coach in Mike Tomlin, with that defense with Chase Claypool and you know Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris and a good offensive line, the guy is big, he's fast, he's athletic, he has a good arm, he can throw on the run. What's not there to love? Like I feel like it's it's mm-hmm. a really good move. So I I might be buying the Pittsburgh Steelers train, man.
1: Okay. Now, just to confirm, because we had a lot of people from the AFC West in the playoffs, I had the Raiders, Chiefs, and Chargers in. Mm-hmm. You had Chiefs, the Chiefs
0: Chargers, Chargers and Broncos.
1: Broncos. Okay. And I think so, I think the
0: Raiders uh, are a good football team. I really do, man. And I just I just think that division is so good, so good, top to bottom. The Raiders would win. The Raiders would win the AFC South easily, like walking away. You feel me? But the fact mm-hmm. that that division, that's what's going to be a, a, an issue for those guys.
1: You know what, Raider Nation, I, I got you six. Y'all, y'all are making <laughs> the playoffs. Y'all going to win the division.
0: You know you know, you know who's you know sitting pretty, right? Mm. Tom Brady. sin pretty.
1: Oh, that. Dude, the exodus. <laughs> the amount. The amount of transplants to the AFC is unreal. So the NFC, really, yeah. all you have to worry about. Is Mr. Glass Garoppolo, Matt <laughs> Stafford, who's gonna be throwing a couple more interceptions like we saw this year? I don't. The care second Mr. Glass say. in K one, <laughs> in 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 in, in K one, also in his feelings, and oh, I'll show you. I'm gonna delete my Instagram post. And then you got Aaron Rodgers who just can't get out of his own way, whether it's off the Packers field are or on the field. I think the Packers are toast too. I, I, tom jesus like tom brady could play another five years in that division with the way it's been so Puma, yeah. I, I don't oh, i do brady's a big winner
0: <laughs> you know how hard it is to repeat for the rams like it's insanely hard to repeat as a super bowl champion it's it's almost unheard of right i think the buccaneers are looking pretty man I, i'm trying to look around I, i'm not scared of k1 i'm not scared of matthew Stafford and the rams why well, i am but i don't think they're gonna repeat The Aaron Rodgers and the Packers done. I think Devontae Adams him leaving is a microcosm of what's about to happen to that team. Mm Who else is there? There's nobody left. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, get out of here. Or Trey Lance. I'm not scared of rookie or second year quarterback. I dude, this this is looking really really good for my boy Tom Brady, man. I'm stoked. I'm really stoked right
1: now. Let's go Super Bowl. You know who else is a big winner? Boston Sports Radio. Oh. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Oh, I can't wait! It's so delicious. <laughs> My boy Falgar is on uh, is on vacation this week, but God, that guy is so good. I miss him. I miss listening to his rants. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, Jay, I know like we I, we played this game with the AFC, and I know the NFC is that week, but like, w- w- if you based on free agency, like obviously we have. The NFC South is Tampa Bay. We can agree on that, right? Yep, of course. NFC, NFC East. Who Dallas? cares? Does it matter? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I love Ron Rivera, but the way yeah. things are going in Washington, yeah. like yeah. I'm, I'm, I have Dallas winning yeah, that Dallas. division. Yep. yep. Uh, NFC North,
0: Packers. Uh, I guess by default.
1: I mean hell, man, like, it I need mean, could be on. the Vikings, like... <laughs>
0: yeah, I get that, I get that, that makes sense, but the Lions are But I'll go by... division,
1: division, I'll go with the Packers for sure.
0: Okay, so uh... Lions are going to be too busy buying kneecaps. I think I feel bad for Justin Fields because they're doing it full down to the, tear down to the studs and rebuilding, and we're not going to hear from Justin Fields for a couple of years. And then the yep. Vikings, yeah, I guess so. Rookie head coach, though, I mean, I don't know. I'll still give Aaron Rodgers the, the not to win the division, but... I, oof, I, I, it would be a nice story if the Vikings won with Zedarius Smith going to sign there today and getting a little bit of payback right. against the Packers.
1: Right. And then that leaves us with the NFC West, which... Rams. I'm going to go Rams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, we got the three wild cards. My three so, wild cards will be Frisco. Yep. I'll go Minnesota. And okay. then... Oh God, oh. Does Philly make
0: a run again or No.
1: Uh, I would buy that. I would buy that over over um, Arizona. I think this is going to implode implode again by mm-hmm. you know by the midway point of the year, and or Kyler Murray gets hurt again. So yeah, I'll go Frisco, Minnesota, and I'll go Philadelphia as a wild card.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Frisco. Um, God, I wish I wish I could pick the Washington Commanders, but God, I don't trust Carson Same. Wentz at all. Right. Um. Frisco, God, Saints maybe? I mean, healthy Jameis Winston? I mean, good, yeah, that you, good you defense? You got
1: that team. He had yeah. nine wins. Yeah, like. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do
0: that. Yeah, yeah, Saints with that really good defense. Michael Thomas hopefully isn't a baby anymore. Uh, okay, so we'll do. I'll do Frisco, Saints, and God, there's a bunch of bad teams in the NFC, man. Mm-hmm. I guess Philadelphia by default? Yo, this
1: is this is really bad. Holy crap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I mean, you really have to try. <laughs> I mean, I, I
0: guess what does it say? Where does it say that we are so hesitant not to put Arizona Cardinals in? They're clearly roster wise, they're 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 probably a top three roster in the NFC and we're hesitant to put them into the playoffs as a wild card as the last wild card spot. I think that says a lot about Colin Murray and who he is as a quarterback.
1: Hmm. I mean, it's kind of messed up. Like Steve Kime and and Dancing Cliff Kingsbury got extensions, and they haven't figured out what they're going to do with their franchise quarterback, who wants a contract extension by the NFL draft. Oh, chef's kiss, high well, water drama. Well, I'm I here th- for it.
0: I think. I think. Like, I know Steve Kime, and I know. Cliff Kingsbury get a bad rap just because it's easy and it's lazy because we never want to, for some reason, people don't want to just like bring hate against the quarterback, especially the franchise quarterback. They're, they're so protected. But I mean, like, let's be real. Steve Kine put together one hell of a roster, like top to bottom. It is one of the best rosters in the NFL. And then on top of that, like Cliff Kingsbury, I know he's had his issues, but he's he's been a really good coach, I would say, the last year and a half. Like, it opened my eyes when they went 2-1 and one without Kyler Murray. They looked really good. So, mm-hmm. a lot of this comes down to Kyler Murray and who he is, man. And that's why quarterbacks always get way too much praise and then way too much blame. But that's just part of the game with the quarterbacks because they control so much of the game. They touch the ball 70% of the time. So, I think a lot of this falls on Kyler Murray, man.
1: For sure. I mean, it wasn't that long ago when uh, I remember one of the big dings for Justin Herbert was... Uh, He wasn't really a vocal leader or wasn't a rah-rah guy on the bench. And then I look at a guy in Arizona in Kyler Murray who just points fingers at people instead of taking the blame. And his rah-rah moments is yelling at an offensive lineman for apparently, air quote, not doing a block or getting a false start uh I'll, I'll, I'll go with justin herbert so yeah uh, this I, is all on kyler murray he didn't hear a whole lot of kyler of that knock against kyler murray coming out of the draft which i think just tells you how bad that that quarterback class was um so yeah this is like you said this is all on k1 and uh well that's definitely gonna there, be interesting to see what they do for a contract
0: well never mind the fact puma that justin herbert is about a foot taller <laughs> than kyler murray and on top of that he probably has like. 50 pounds of more muscle on him. You know what I'm saying? So, I, Right.
1: But that was the big ding on Justin Herbert, though, right? Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. oh he wasn't mm-hmm. vocal. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't a, a rah-rah guy on the bench at, at I, Oregon. I still, I still don't They're understand. They are making him out to be Joe Flacco. I still don't understand. Like, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, I still don't understand what the narrative issue was with Justin Herbert. And I know this happens quite a bit. It happened with, who was that guy in uh, a couple years back? It was it Deshaun Watson that got that treatment, right? Coming out of college, right? We're like... I'm looking at Justin Herbert, and, and, and I'm looking at the fact that he tore it up in the Rose Bowl. I remember watching that game. He tore it up in the Senior Bowl. He's six six. He runs like a fucking gazelle. He has a rifle of an arm. He's a 4.0 biology student. Yes, he does. He's not an outwardly passionate rah rah guy, but you know. He's still a leader, from what I understand from the locker room, and the narrative was just built that he's not going to last in the NFL. And and I tell you what, game one, I remember to this day, I was sitting in, I was sitting in my apartment in in Southbury. I remember watching the second, uh, what do you call it, week of the NFL season. I remember Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured, and all of a sudden Justin Herbert came in and he went toe to toe, took Patrick Mahomes into overtime, and I was like, I'm sold, I'm sold. Like, and that's the thing about the NFL, Puma, like you can just see, like I I know like this people want Daniel Jones to pan out four years later, or now we're waiting for mm-hmm. another quarterback three years later to pan out. You can just tell from week one. Sometimes that kid's going to be good.
1: Yep. He's got the goods. Mm-hmm. Oof.
0: Last question before we head out of here, Puma, because we're at 46 minutes. My Super Bowl prediction right now is going to be obviously Tempe Buccaneers versus the Buffalo Bills. I think that would be a, a magnificent Super Bowl. And, I, and I'm hoping that happens. And obviously, I'll have Sam Bay winning that. And but truthfully, I could care less who wins that. I'd be happy if Josh Allen won one, and I could care less if Tom Brady lost another. Got to another Super Bowl and lost one? Who cares? But that would be an amazing Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I mean the way way early look ahead one. Uh, I'm definitely I'm going with the Buffalo Bills as well too. And for the NFC, gosh, I got to piggyback with you, man. Like it's just yeah, it's, just that, bad. Go it's go just that bad. It's just that bad. It's like. It, and I'm, I'm snubbing the super bowl champs but you know who knows what's going to happen with odell i think he's going to resign with the rams personally but we all know what you know the first year back from a knee injury is like i think they're really going to miss robert woods in my opinion yeah i'm i'll, I'll go i'll go bill's bucks Let, let's go
0: I'm I'm high on the on the Bills this year, man. I'm super high. My sister's. Become... Oh my
1: god, dude, Jay, you have people. We, we know people that say the, the Bills is the the definition of a poverty franchise. But oh, yeah, you whenever. literally have people banging down the door to go play with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When when is that ever? When is that play with Allen? Play with the Bills? When is when is Buffalo ever ever outside of the '90s been a free agent destination?
0: Puma. whoever says that the Bills are a poverty franchise and nobody wants to play there, they simply don't know football. Uh, The the, the fact of the matter is, they're very, very close to breaking through, right? And and I think this is probably going to be their year. I I feel so confident. I mean, Ohio's going to have legalized sports betting online probably in the next month, month and a half, I think, if all goes to plan. The second it happens and it allows me to log in, I'm gonna put a bunch of money on the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. Hell, when I come out of Connecticut, and, 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 and maybe I can, maybe I'll put it in there. If Ohio doesn't have happen running, I'm gonna put probably a good hundred dollars on the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. Nice.
1: That's how confident. I feel. Boy. That's how confident. At
0: a boy. And I think I told you, my other sister, she's become a really big Bills fan as well because she has really close friends from college that are also Buffalo fans that are from Buffalo, and she might come to she might come with us up to uh, Buffalo for that game
1: yes let's go sis we're gonna yes we're gonna,
0: to, we're gonna have to plan it out and figure out which game we're going to
1: oh we're gonna have a caravan Al- alex and alex and Lindsay are gonna have a, a spot big enough for the tailgate we're gonna have to get a bus uh
0: i'm bringing the uh the tables
1: yes <laughs> yes air j chima flying through the table let's air
0: Ch- go air chima coming through huh
1: <laughs> yes Yes, uh, I think I could. I think I could sell Tara going up to Buffalo if I say, "Hey, hon, Jay Chima is going to go through a table. You are getting in this truck, and we are going to Buffalo." If Tara's not coming up this time,
0: <laughs> tell Tara if she's not coming up this time, she might as well delete my number from the phone and disregard that she ever had a friend named Jay Chima.
1: Wow, wow, we got I'm that.
0: tired of this. Like, what is this? Like, you don't want you don't want to go hang out with all of us in Buffalo?
1: I, I got to talk to her. I got to set her straight. Hey. Buffalo is a metropolis, and free agency has <laughs> <is> proved that. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, last thing before we go. I just want to see what their home schedule looks like. Uh, the home schedule is as follows. Cleveland, ooh, that could be a good game. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Green Bay, Minnesota, and then obviously the uh, the FCS opponents, Miami, New England, Jets. So Minnesota, Green Bay, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Either, any game we go to, it's going to be a good one.
1: For sure.
0: All right, Primo, we're at fifty minutes. You want to wrap this up and call it a day?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You sure you' good? Or you got any last words? None at all. Okay. This episode of the podcast and previous episodes of the pod can be found on soundcloud spotify google podcast apple podcast youtube uh under pro football radio podcast apple podcast be sure to leave a five-star review that helps with the the algorithms and the people at the, the, the cats at the keyboard in palo alto california to get our exposure to the masses youtube be sure to hit that little subscribe button for our page pro football radio podcast you'll be notified when a new video is uploaded in the feed for your listening pleasure if you're suffering at work you need something to listen to in the background and isn't your boss droning on about TPS reports, definitely hit that subscribe button. Social media wise, Facebook, Instagram, pro football, radio podcast, Twitter at PFR, PFR podcast. I'm on the Twitter page, Brando underscore. The J Chima, the captain of the ship, the guy on the ones and twos, the maestro of everything is at J Chima. Again, like subscribe, download, Follow us on all, all platforms, hit us up on social media, and uh, let's go. I, I'm, I'm excited. The next big hurdle to go over is the draft, and it's going to be in Riva, Las Vegas. I can't wait. It's going to be great, Jay. It's going to be a good time.
0: Can't wait. And then after that, the schedule release comes out, and then the NFL goes dead, or we think it's going to go dead, but who knows. And then before long, mid-July training camp starts. Ooh, I can't wait. I cannot wait.
1: Let's go. It's going to be great.
0: right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Viacondios!